Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I'm talking about the new comics that I picked up on February 19th, 2020. Um, I also wanted to uh, talk briefly about a couple of the shows that um, that I watched this week, the comic book related shows, um, and also uh, big news. Uh, this happened uh, actually on February twenty first. I'm recording this the next, the following Monday. I'm a little bit behind, and I realized, oh my gosh, there's so many other shows now that I uh, want to podcast about. I need to get back on top of everything because The Walking Dead just came back. It's comic book related. Um, Better Call Saul. I'm, I'm not going to do a podcast about that, but um, not, uh, it is my favorite show pro- probably ever. And that's all. That's kind of why I don't want to even uh, to, to podcast about it at all. But I'll mention it here and there. Um, I have not watched the new episode yet. I've not watched the new Walking Dead yet. Uh, but stay tuned for the Walking Dead episode. Um, and uh, yeah, main, mainly Walking Dead is back is uh, the main thing. But um, big news on uh, Friday, uh, DC Entertainment's longtime co-publisher Dan DiDio has left his job. The latest significant change for the AT&T-owned comic book powerhouse, the company said Friday. Um, So this is from Los Angeles Times, um, article by uh, Ryan Fonder. Um, So, yeah, I I, I read a a separate article that was uh, kind of the speculation of where Marvel is going to go from here. Um, and all of that, uh, and all speculation, what, what the reasoning was for his departure. And, uh, and then also the, the idea that, uh, DC or rather AT&T who owns Time Warner, who is owns it, it DC, uh, comics, um, DC entertainment in general, um, that it's, there's the possibility that they might outsource their uh, the comic book wing of everything and the company that they might outsource that to is marvel comics which would be kind of crazy because i remember just a couple of years ago that they're that marvel was talking about like not doing the comics any not doing comics anymore like for both companies the actual comics are the least the 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 least profitable thing less profitable than television movies and merchandise of course merchandise t-shirts t-shirts alone i bet makes more profit than than the actual comic books but Anyway, it, yeah, that's all. I don't really have any any more information than that, and the information I have is all just speculation from that other article anyway. But how crazy would that be? It would be like Sonic the Hedgehog being on a Nintendo system. Like, you know, it's still Sega, but it's it's not its own thing anymore, that kind of sort of thing. Um, and then it's like a, a spoiler panel in that article. They had a, a, a panel at the end of doomsday clock. And that reminded me, I need to read doomsday clock soon. Um, 
so anyway, yeah, that'll be interesting. And then that kind of spur- reading that article, they had mentioned bringing in uh, TV writers to do the comics instead of comic book writers. And I don't know if that's that's kind of mean to the comic book writers. I mean, they do that a little bit here and there anyway, the J.J. Uh, Abrams Spider-Man and stuff like that, but um, to just like replace everybody but one of the names that they brought up was greg berlanti and i had no idea that his productions like he as a producer he has so many freaking shows um i guess the previous record for uh for producers a number of producers shows current like being on the air at the same time or at least in the same year was nine um, two years ago, he hit 15 shows in one year. I had no idea. Some of the shows I didn't know were, were his. Um, I just thought it was all Arrowverse, which it is all of the Arrowverse shows, which is a ridiculous number of them, but also Titans, Doom Patrol, um, so, which are not technically part of the Arrowverse, but they were part those they were they were part of it they are part of it now but um <laughs> with the uh, crisis on infinite earth um but also all of the riverdale so riverdale and um uh sabrina and uh katie keen and i checked out the first episode of katie keen there's been three episodes so far and it's it's pretty good i don't think i'll keep watching it just because it's so, there's so much stuff to watch um but i mean it was it was fun it was uh it was a good um uh for the kind of show that it is i mean it's not science fiction it's not action it's all that it's about like young adult drama in the big city that kind of stuff so for for it being that i thought it was pretty good um that's not really the type of thing i usually watch but um so yeah that's him too and also you on netflix and then a couple other shows it's like i think it's 16 this year or something like that not including all of the shows that might be starting in the in the sprint in the fall <laughs> including like uh green arrow in the in the black canaries or green arrow in the canaries which i really hope is made um, the new Superman, uh, it's Superman and Lois, I think is what it's called. Um, with, with the, uh, Supergirl version of Superman in there. Um, that, that would be pretty interesting. And, um, yeah, apparently like, I really liked them, uh, Superman and Lois in, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. And I had, cause I had not been caught up on all the different shows. I didn't know that, the crisis is the most episodes that they're in. They were only in like a, a couple of episodes before that. So that was pretty cool. And I enjoyed um, their part in, in, in the crisis. And I would totally watch th- that spinoff and I will absolutely watch arrow and the, and the canaries. I think I talked about watching the end of arrow a couple of weeks ago. That reminds me, I caught up on, um, in addition to checking out Katie Keene, I uh, also caught up on Supergirl, 
the latest epi- episode had Thomas Lennon, who is so, so fun. One of the funniest actors like ever. And he's written so many movies that you probably had no idea that he wrote all the night at the museum movies. That's him. Um, and his, uh, writing partner, I forget his writing partner's name, but anyway, uh, he always, a lot of times has these like guest roles and he appeared in the latest year episode of Supergirl as Mitzipidl, or whatever his name, I, it's all spelled really weird. And then the only time I've heard it said out loud is in this episode and they didn't say it enough. They, they just call him Mixie a, a lot of the time. But I really liked that episode. It was like a, a what if um, sort of thing where uh, he was he was sent on a task to, to, to right all of his wrongs. Um, I had not seen the previous episode where this character appeared. Um, apparently, he was a different actor before. And so, like, that's a whole thing with it. Like, uh, why do you look different now? That sort of thing. Um, but. Lennon is so friggin' funny. Uh, like, how could it have ever been any other actor to play that character? I don't know, because he's, like, perfect for it. So, anyway, um, I, re- I really enjoyed that episode, and um, I won't spoil why he's doing stuff or anything like that, because that's, like, the whole episode is very, like, uh, what if time travel sort of thing, and... Um, yeah, it was really fun to watch. And that is... And then also, the last TV show I want to talk about, I watched the last two episodes of Harley Quinn. Um, and I recommend watching those two episodes back-to-back. Um, a, a bunch of the episodes are kind of standalone. They don't lead right into the other one. But there's stuff that happens in the second-to-last episode of the season that uh, then goes right into the finale and it, I thought it worked really well watching those back to back. And um, if you're if you're hearing this, then it is available to watch back to back because all of season one is now on DC Universe or on Netflix and outside of the United States. I think um, I could technically check on that and see um, if that's true. But uh, I saw somewhere that season two of Harley Quinn is going to start in just a couple of months in April. So that is super exciting. Um, I'm pretty hyped for that. All right. So let's get into the comics that I picked up, uh, tying into what I was already talking about. Actually, there's a bunch of stuff that ties into what I was talking about, but uh, right off the bat, we've got Archie and Katie Keen number two which is Archie Comics number 711. This is the Slurpee episode. This is the Slurpee issue. <laughs> That's weird. Anyway, um, yeah, I, uh, I, def- I definitely I need to catch up on everything. But uh, having watched this episode now, it has me even more interested in what's going on. With Actually, I think I did read the first issue. Like, she... She comes in because I was worried that she's like he's breaking up with Sabrina or whatever, but that didn't seem the case, at least not yet. Now we see them on the cover here. He's in a closet with her, so that it might be pretty bad news for his other relationships. But um, 
All right, uh, jumping uh, uh, away from that stack, I'll talk about the prestige format books that came out this week. We had Wonder Woman, Dead Earth. I got both of the variant covers for that, uh, where she's looking like super tough in both uh, versions. We've got one, she's in the snow with the uh, with uh, two of the people that she came across about to fight a giant beast that were right down underneath its crotch, looking <laughs> out from it and um and then the other one is her just covered in blood uh probably having returned from killing that beast but uh then we also have joker killer smile book three i think i'm gonna read this right after i finish recording this episode um because i'm pretty sure i read book two also all these black label prestige formats magazine size of the joker stuff joker and harley stuff it's all good. Whether it's Joker, whether it's Harley, or it's Joker and Harley. All of them I've liked a lot. Um, and then, also, uh, trade paperback, book three of three, Superman Smashes the Clan. Um, I really recommend this. Uh, I imagine they'll have um, a version that's all three together in the coming months. But... Uh, yeah, it's inspired by the 1940s Superman radio serial Clan of the Fiery Cross. Uh, New York Times bestselling author Jean Lun Yang, um, who wrote on uh, who wrote uh, American Born Chinese, uh, Boxers and Saints, The Terrifics, and New Superman, concludes his personal retelling of the adventures of the Lee family as they team up with Superman to smash the Clan. So yeah, go check check this out um all three books are available now so and i've i've i enjoyed all three of them but i, th- I think i like this third book the best i mean it does conclude the story and all of that and that's always pretty satisfying well hopefully that's satisfying um it's always it's always nice when it is satisfying that's what i'm what am i trying to say i don't know i'm recording this at 5 a.m and i've been up all night basically so i might be losing it a little bit but anyway uh back to the regular regular comics uh we have deceased on unkillables issue number one of three i got all three uh of the main covers of this i think there are more even more variants in like the 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 virgin versions and uh probably like a blank cover version but um I'm not sure what movie the movie poster one is a tribute to. It might be it. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it it's it, it, it's definitely it. Um and then we've got uh is that who is is that Leviathan? They brought Leviathan over into this, but uh, zombie Leviathan. Um, and then we have Deadpool number three. We've got Deadpool there hunting uh, Craven the Hunter, or I, I don't think it's Craven anymore. It's it's like a descendant of Craven. Anyway, where we last left off, Craven had appeared to uh, fight all of the monsters of Monster Island, only to find that Deadpool is the king of the Monster Island. I don't know if that's the right name for. It. I think that's the name of the island. And so uh, I think this issue is them fighting each other. Um, we have Dollhouse Family 2. This 
Dollhouse Family issue two. Um, this did not come out this week, but I realized that I had missed issue number two and three. Um, unfortunately, they had sold out of all their copies at my local shop, Hall of Justice Comics in Parker, Colorado. Check them out. Look them up online. They're great. Um, but they were all out of issue number three, so I ordered my own copy on um, on eBay. So once that arrives in the coming week, I just got a notification a few hours ago that it, it was shipped. Um, that I can read all, uh, get caught up on that one. Um, and I am waiting for, uh, to have everything, uh, before I read the end, uh, pages, uh, of sea dogs. I think I mentioned that like every time, but, uh, then we have fantastic four issue number 19 point of origin conclusion. Um, this is legacy issue number 664. So in two issues, there better be something really cool planned for that. For, you know, the triple sixes. Then we have flash forward issue number six of six. This is complete. So now I can sit down and watch and read all six of them and know what's going on. Not forget from issue to issue. I'm excited for that. And I, that drops off of my, my subscription list. So that helps a little bit. It'll just be replaced by something else. Anyway, um, ghost spider <laughs> issue number seven, I freaking love this cover. Um, who's the artist for this cover? It's it's just got this simple gradient background. There's no like landscape or anything behind her, and she's she's hanging upside down from one piece of webbing, and then she's got something hanging off to the bottom of the page on a separate piece of webbing. It's cool. Paul Pope and Bruno Seelig. Seelig. Oh man, this cover is, th- I think this is my favorite ghost spider cover. It's awesome. She has really flexible shoes. Like they're flexing like ballet shoes. They've got, they like, they're, they're like bent at a 90 degree angle in the middle. Um, <laughs> it's a weird thing to comment on. I know, but if they're just regular tennis shoes, they wouldn't do that. So I think she's got special shoes. That's, that's all I'm saying. Uh, Green Lantern season one or season two, issue one. Uh, kind of a a hefty title, there. That uh, bulky, uh, awkward, uh, awkward. Not an, it's not really an awkward title. It's a uh, clunky a little bit. Adding that season two in there, make uh, I don't know. I think it kind of drag draws away from it a little bit. If it was instead. I don't know what a better title would be instead of that. S2, number one. Maybe that, the Green Lantern 2, one. I guess season two works. It's fine. Uh, uh, Naomi season two must be coming pretty soon. Um, Then we have Justice League issue number 41. Oh, that reminds me. Okay. So going back to the firing, it sounded like... uh, potential reason for it we have a big plan for generation five or whatever they're calling uh the the next sort of reboot and stuff like a refresh of all the characters all that kind of thing personally i don't think that's necessary at all and then um coming out of uh, uh dark metal i think 
um, they had like these five brand new books of new characters, brand new heroes, all that kind of stuff. And none of that went anywhere. All that ended like pretty quick. Um, I'm sure I didn't help by not getting any of those comics at all. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think they've got to like the stuff I feel like, I don't know any of the sales figure or anything, so they must have a reasoning to try other stuff. But I feel like what they're doing, stick with the characters they have right now. Like they're, they're getting some continuity and making sense of some things. And to just like completely redo that a bunch would just, I, I don't know. It always seems kind of unproductive when it does, when that happens um, at, at first. Maybe we'd be better in the long run. I don't know. Uh, then we have Legion of Superheroes issue number four. Got the variant for that. Um, I like that style a lot. Most of these artists, I really like their styles. Um, oh, this next book. This segues uh, better into what I wanted to, to tangent on anyway. Uh, Lolo Woods number three. Uh, this cover, it looks like a. It looks kind of like a Jenny Frizen cover. Um, I'm going to check and see who is the, uh, variant cover artist. Yep. There we go. It is, uh, Jenny Frizen. Um, I'm not caught up in those books. I don't know what the vial that this character is holding is, but I'm excited to find out when I do get there. Uh, so speaking of these horror books and horror type stuff, um, I've been trying to find, um, an artist uh I've, I've asked a couple of different artists um who has has a style that would uh be super awesome to see this character in um and that is uh i, I want to get a uh a drawing of um rose the hat from dr sleep because she's super awesome she's cooler than any i've talked about this in my dr sleep uh, titled episode uh, like last week or whatever. Uh, Rose the Hat, uh, played by Rebecca Ferguson, is just so so awesome. She's I I like her more than anything in the entire movie of The Shining. And she's super cool. Um, so I yeah I but all the artists that I've asked about that I th- think would be like the most amazing uh, depictions of her. They're either not doing commissions right now or, well, mainly that, the the, couple, the two or three that I've asked so far. So I just might, um, I'm not good. Uh, the reason I want to get other people to, to uh, draw human characters for me um, is because uh, for decorating, is, well, just to have other artist stuff is awesome. <laughs> but also I don't feel like I'm very good. Uh, drawing humans or painting humans or any of that. Uh, but this might be a, a great starting point of uh, just to go for it myself and, uh, you know, work, uh, just work at it. And then it'll be that more, much more satisfying. That's something that I really wanted to see that I don't, I've never seen any, I mean, the movie only came out a couple months ago, uh, but I haven't seen any fan art of, of, of her at all. And I think if I, um, 
if I was able to 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 make something that uh, I was really happy with, then other people who really like that character, I think, would really dig it too. So, uh, next up, we have Lucifer number seventeen. Um, no idea what's going on in that book right now. Uh, Marauders number eight. Um, I uh, the last time I checked, uh, so I read an uh, like issue number five, and it turned out that I had skipped number four. So I kind of didn't know what was happening uh, fully, and now I am. Uh, that was the last time that I read an issue of this. But uh, this cover with uh, I think that's Storm, and uh, is it uh, is it Emma Frost? I'm pretty sure that's the other character on there. But that I, I like that cover. It's pretty cool. And then we have Middle West issue number fifteen. Oh my gosh, I'm so far behind on this one. But this cover is super cool. We got the dark, stormy sea, uh, and with the uh, with characters there on the horizon. All right, I, it, it's probably not the ocean. It just looks like the ocean. It's raining a lot. It's maybe just a flood somewhere in the Middle West. And then we have Metal Men number five. Um, the first couple of issues that I have read have been really fun. Um, and I don't remember if this is because I have just the variant cover for it, and I remember this is a mini series or a macro series, whatever they call it, maxi series. Um, I forget if it's six issues or where's the copyright page? Come on, help me out here. Copyright page, but no spoilers. Copyright page, but no. Spo- okay, it's the last page, of course. Um, it is, oh, it doesn't say out of any, so I don't know. It might just be an ongoing, perhaps. Uh, then we have Nightwing number 69 that I had to pick up just cause it's number 69. Um, I'm not, I did not add this to my poll list, uh, subscription. Uh, I just picked up the one copy cause I did the same for Batman, um, Whereas uh, doing that for Wonder Woman and uh, Harley and uh, Flash, I actually subscribed starting with issue 69 or 68. In the case of Harley Quinn, I subscribed too early for that one. But I was still fine with that because number 68 was the Christmas special. It was really good. Um, Then we have Plunge, the last of the Joe Hill House comics to begin um, and this one has chapter 14 of Sea Dogs. But um, I don't know what Plunge is about, but this cover is super, super cool. It's got like a, a ship, a big cargo ship that's crashing into a, a bunch of writing. <laughs> Somebody polluted the, the, the shore with writing that is uh, hazardous in some way because we have people in hazmat suits trying to deal with it. <laughs> but... Anyway, it's more of an abstract cover, and I really, really like that. Then, speaking of abstract covers, we've got Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, (laughs) with Big Jim (laughs) and big letters in the background as he's a gigantic man holding... uh, Who's he holding? He's holding somebody, and then the Jets are fighting. So he's dressed like Tarzan, but he's the size of King Kong. Lots of mixed things. And then the variant cover as him uh, taking photos of butterflies 
with a gigantic gorilla behind him. So he's about to get either eaten or have some 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 bugs eaten out of his hair. I'm not sure. It looks like it could go either way. Uh, then we have Titans Burning Rage, number seven. I did not know that this was still going, but uh, here we are. Uh, we got Starfire there on the cover, uh, front and center, and then Robin. They all have swords for some reason. I don't know what's going I haven't been reading this one. I should, like I should with everything, but I don't know why they have swords. I don't know if I've ever seen Robin with a sword and or a shield. It's kind of weird. But anyway, the, these ones, uh, they're they're taken for, out from the Giants books. And the, all those stories seem like kind of out there and more weird, fantastical type stuff. Now, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, issue number 103. We got these ravenous rats. Pre- no, they're ferrets. These feral ferrets attacking the turtles. That's, they look. terrifying but one of them looks real cute the one on Raphael's shoulder I don't think it's one of those things I think that might actually be a bird it has fingers though I don't I don't know these animals and then that brings us to uh, Wonder Twins number 12 Uh, see you next series they've written as though it's a yearbook on the cover XOXO Zan and Jaina um so this concludes Wonder Twins for right now, but I'm happy to see that there'll be uh, a next one. I hope. I hope that's what that means. All the Wonder Comics have been just wonderful. And then last but not least, especially as far as page count goes, the 100-page Wonder Woman Giant number three. Uh, who are the characters that we see in here? We have Steve Trevor. We have Tolifar. We have Kilowog. We have Lady Mordial. We also featuring Green Lantern um, and new Steve Trevor to the rescue and training begins for the Green Lantern. Uh, We see her there uh, with the uh, uh, what is the town called? But she's fighting some some gorillas uh, who are in their armor. One of them being Tolifar. Yeah, that's it's it's pretty it's a pretty fun cover, but, uh, yeah, that's it. That's everything that I picked up this week. It's a lot, so much. Eventually I'll get to the point of cutting down in some way or another, but until then I will continue to share with you each week, what new comics that I've picked up and hopefully some of them that I have actually read I read a grand total of one of the comics that I picked up this week, which is pretty bad. I need to, I need to read a lot more than that. Um, so, uh, stay tuned for, uh, for walking dead this week's episode of walking dead. I'm super excited for that. Uh, the, the first half of season 10 was just awesome. And I think the second season is continue that trend. Um, and uh that that's pretty much and then all the usual stuff uh of course survivor and all of the wrestling um so let me know what you thought of all the comics that came out this week uh some comic some of that comic news some of the comic shows did you watch supergirl and uh uh harley quinn and um and katie keen 
Let me know what you thought about those by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe in iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. Stay safe out there in all of the infinite multiverses. And I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye.